at how much it costs. And I've never not filled up the gas tank as this version of ET. Mm. Now, maybe when I was younger, in my 20s, still making crazy decisions and not as mature as I am now, maybe I was like, give me 10 on five. <laughs> you know, but, but, but at this version, I'm just like, it doesn't matter how much it is. I'm, I'm gonna fill it up. It doesn't, ha it doesn't matter how much the uh, Emirates first class costs to go to Dubai. It doesn't matter. I don't wanna sit in a row with three people because I don't want a stranger in my conversation with my wife. Like, I just want it to be me and my, so I'm gonna pay whatever they want me to pay. So it's just the two of us in this capsule and we can bring that joker down and for the 14 hours, me and you could get it in without my man in the middle saying, oh, what part of San Diego do you live in? I'm like, I wasn't even talking to you. Like, how are you in my conversation? So I will pay for whatever to get off the plane and be ready to speak. Like as soon as the camera, like when I land, they got the cameras on me. So I want to sit in the seat where I will be comfortable and I can get off ET where I don't need two or three hours of preparation because I took a shower on my way there. You know what I'm saying? I, they gave me 30 minutes for the shot and I took it, like, I, give it to me an hour before we land. I, I want the best foods. Like, I will I will do whatever it takes to, to have that reality than to be the average dude that everybody's telling me what to do. You can't go see your daughter, get her award because you need to be at work. Nobody, I'm an academic advisor. Students don't even come to get academic counsel at 9.15 a.m. They're not even up. But because you control me, you could tell me, no, I can't go see my child. And I meant, no, I'll do whatever it takes to be there for my baby girl. I'll be there to, to watch my son play football or to watch my son walk across Michigan State's uh, uh, the bread. I, I want to see it. I don't want the boss to tell me you got to take time off to go watch him. Mark. When my daughter got her master's degree, everybody was like, you stood the whole time. You never sat down because she graduated with her four year degree during COVID and she didn't get the march. So now I'm like, girl, you, you, girl, you did it. You went and did two more years just to get that. Like they were about to mess up our record of me walking across the bread, my son walking across. We could say my daughter graduated, but we couldn't say she marched across. Mm. She marched and I'm going to stand here the whole time and watch her and look into her face and not hear anything that the speakers are saying or miss all the other kids that are coming because I want my baby girl to know if you can't count on nothing else, you can count on your daddy being present. I'm not the greatest father. I probably won't win father of the year. I probably won't get that. I'm a little too aggressive for that. You feel me? But you will never be able to say your daddy wasn't present and it doesn't matter how or why do you get up at three o'clock? Why don't you? Why don't you get up when you need to get up to do what you need to do? So you're telling me I live in a country that if I get up at three o'clock in the morning, I would be rewarded for it that I can control my own life if I get up at three o'clock in the morning, I can take a nap. Whenever I need to take a nap, I'll stay up as long as it takes to be there for my wife when she was diagnosed with MS. I'll go to every doctor's appointment with you. I will we'll go out to eat afterwards. We'll do ice cream. We'll make these hospital visits a, a date. This will be a date day. I'll do whatever it takes to make that happen. Get up early, get a PhD, write a book, put a bunch of free videos up online, learn a second language. I'll do whatever it takes to keep this freedom. I'll do whatever it takes. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Can y'all hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Put it in the comment section if you can hear me. Today, we're going to be dealing with this book. <clears throat> you can hear me, but you can't see me. This book, here it is. Message. 
to the black man in America. Okay, we are on um we are on page number six. Well, we're gonna be reading page number six and uh six and seven. Yesterday we read the pages before that. But before we do that, we're not going to break our tradition. We're going to listen first to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Okay? So this lecture from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is about is God man or spirit? And this is from 1980, by the way. 1980. Here we go. Well, before we do that, before we do that, if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube, you can text nation to that number. You can text the word nation to that number and it'll bring you directly on the Zoom with us. It'll send you the Zoom link and it'll give you the passcode once you come on Zoom. Now, I've been noticing some of y'all have been texting power to the number i'm like no that's not what it's saying it's saying once you click on the zoom link it's going to ask you for a passcode and the passcode to the zoom is power not for you all to text the word power okay let's get started do we live in a material world or do we live in a spirit world the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, in my judgment, was trying to get us to see this. Spirit represents, if you break the word down, the energy of life. The spirit is always here. But spirit is not independent of matter. You have spirit but you are also matter and the spirit is generated through matter and is made manifest through matter. So we see the sun, it's material. We know that there is a law that governs it that is spirit that we don't see. We see the moon, we see the sun, the stars, we see the things that the creator created. So everything that you can see, touch and feel, and there are things that you cannot see, such as the air, but it is also matter. You can't see the atom, but it is also matter. But in that matter, there is energy. So what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is trying to get us as a people to see is that we are material beings in a material universe. We have spirit. Spirit generates the life of this matter. Right? But you can't divorce the matter from the spirit nor the spirit from the matter because they need each other. Now, when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad makes us to understand that there is no mystery God 
that things just don't happen. There is a cause that produces every effect. So when someone says, oh well, the conditions of the world, they're terrible, they're awful, God will make a way. Well, that's nice. But that's excusing a lazy bum from his or her duty in this life to make life better. Now listen, if your room is dirty, you can say, well, God will clean it up. <laughs> but in reality, if you don't get a broom, the dirt will continue to pile up around you and me because that's in your realm and you can take care of that. Is that right? All right. Now, if our condition in America is such that God will take care of it and we've been waiting on God to take care of it, since our fathers came into America, God will take care of it. And we are in worse shape in 1979 in many respects than we were a hundred years ago. Because some of those slaves knew that they had something to do with their problem. And what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is driving at, he says, God is real. There's a realm that he functions on that you can't function on because we don't know what he knows. But he's taking care of his work in his realm, but you got a realm that you can function in and that you should not leave to no mystery God. For instance, you can get up and make a job for yourself. You shouldn't wait on God to do it. Come on. You didn't wait on God to come and make the baby for you. <laughs> you understood that there was something on this realm that you had to take care of. And you enjoyed taking care of your business. Excuse me for putting it like that. But that's the same kind of joy we should have on our own realm of moving the obstacles that we can move that stand in the way of our progress as a people. God, as the Quran teaches us, my brother, it says he will never change the condition of a people until they change it themselves. Now what does that mean? God will help you all the tools are out here for you to use, but if you don't get up, use your brain, use your hands, go get knowledge, unite with your brother who is oppressed like yourself, and then figure out a plan of action, and then deal according to that plan of action, we'll be here another hundred years waiting on God to do for us what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad says we can do for ourselves. Now this does not negate the spirit, but what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad wants us to see is that our spiritual guides, meaning white folks, they've gotten black folks' minds so messed up 
thinking about God doing everything for us and we sit around and allow the white man to think for us, to plan for us, to build for us, to make jobs for us. And as long as we allow him to do that, we'll always be the slave and he'll always be the master. One last point. Do you know it takes a lot of mental energy to think out of this sphere? If I tell you that heaven is way out there beyond the sun, moon, and star, and I paint this imaginary picture of this great heaven, for you to think on that heaven, I mean, think on how beautiful it is, golden streets, and with the price of gold as it is on the earth? I mean, can you think about golden streets and pearly gates? And Oh, man, you'll be thinking and thinking. And the more you think out of this realm, the less control you have of this realm. So if you notice in any kind of physical encounter, whether it's boxing, if it's karate or whatnot, if a man can fake you out of your position by making you think that the blow is coming from here and you react, then you open yourself up and you get popped. The moment white folks took our minds off of the reality of here and put us in the imaginary there, then we lost control of here because we wasn't thinking about here no more. Now that we can't have that. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's teaching is to go out and snatch your mind from wherever it is out there in space and bring it home and let you start functioning and thinking about you, your family, your community, your people. And when the thought, power, energy of your thinking is concerned with your immediate problems, you'll be able to solve those problems that you can solve and then leave to God those things that only he can solve. But not all things, just the things that you can't handle. I'm going to replay that last part. We can't have that. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's teaching is to go out and snatch your mind from wherever it is out there in space and bring it home and let you start functioning and thinking about you, your family, your community, your people. And when the thought, power, energy of your thinking is concerned with your immediate problems, you'll be able to solve those problems that you can solve and then leave to God those things that only he can solve. But not all things just the things that you can't handle. Mm-mm-mm. What y'all think about that? <clears throat> I didn't open up in prayer, did I? Okay. We're going to open up in prayer now that the minister done, done read. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. Surely I'm being turned unto thee, striving to be upright to him who originated the heavens and the earth. 
and I'm not among the polytheists. Surely my prayer, my sacrifice, my life, and my death are all for Allah, the Lord of the worlds. <clears throat> no associate has he, this I am commanded, and I'm of those who submit. O Allah, thou art the king, there is no God but thee, thou is my Lord, and I'm thy servant. I've been unjust to myself, and I confess my faults. So please grant me protection against all my faults, for none grants protection against false but thee. And guide me to the best of mores, for none can guide me to the best of mores but thee. And turn away from me the evil and the indecent mores, for none can turn away from me the evil and the indecent mores but thee. And all Allah bless Muhammad, and bless the true followers of Muhammad, as thou did bless Abraham and the true followers of Abraham, for surely thou art praiseworthy and magnified. And know Allah make Muhammad successful, and make the true followers of Muhammad successful, as thou did make Abraham and the true followers of Abraham successful, for surely thou art praiseworthy and magnified. Amen. Once again, assalamu alaikum. Listen, I appreciate everybody getting up this morning and uh, tuning in on Facebook, YouTube, and especially y'all who get up every morning and respond to that text to tune in on this here Zoom call in the morning where you can share feedback and read together. All right, so King Can, you able to you able to read the second chapter, uh, second section of the coming of the coming of God? Is he a man or a spirit? And then I read the first one. Is God a spirit or a man? Is that what we doing this morning? Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Is God a spirit? Or man. God is a man and we just cannot make him other than man, lest we make him an inferior one. For man's intelligence has no equal in other than man. His wisdom is infinite, capable of accomplishing anything that his brain can conceive. A spirit is subjected to us, not we to the spirit. Habakkuk uses the pronoun he in reference to God. This pronoun he is only used in the case when we refer to a man or boy or something of the male sex. Are we living in a material universe or a spirit universe? We are material beings and live in a material universe. Would not we be making ourselves fools to be looking forward to see that which cannot be seen, only felt? Where is our proof for such God, such a God spirit to teach that God is other than man? It is due to your ignorance of God or you are one deceived by the devil whose nature is to mislead you in the knowledge of God. You originally came from the God of righteousness and have the opportunity to return. While the devils are from the main devil, Yakub, who has ruled the world for the past 6,000, I'm sorry, from the man devil, Yakub, who has ruled the world for the past 6,000 years under falsehood, labeled under the name of God and his prophets. The worst thing to ever happen to the devil is the truth of them made manifest that they really, that they are really the devils whom the righteous, all members of the black nation should shun and never accept as truthful guides of God. 
This is why the devils have always persecuted and killed the righteous. But the time has at last arrived that Allah God will put an end to their persecuting and killing the righteous, the black nation. And my followers have been suffering cruel persecution, police brutality for the past 34 years, but have patience, my dear followers, for release is in sight. Even those who made mockery of you shall be paid fully for his or her mockery. For the prophecy of Habakkuk is true if understood wherein he says, Thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people, the the so-called Negroes, 333. 3.13, I'm sorry. Never before this time did anyone come for the salvation of the so-called Negroes in America whose rights have been ignored by their enemies, the right the white race for 400 years. Now it is incumbent upon Allah to defend the rights of his lost found helper, helpless people called Negroes by their enemies. The whole of the third chapter of Habakkuk is devoted to the coming and work of God against our enemies and our deliverance. We must not take our enemies for our spiritual gods, lest we regret it. You are already deceived by them. Why seek to follow them in their evil doings? If I would say that God is not man, I would be a liar before him and stand to be condemned. Remember, you look forward to seeing God or the coming of the son of man, a man from a man and not the coming of a spirit. Let that one among you who believes God is other than man prove it. Go ahead, uh, Brother Cam. The coming of God. Is he a man or a spirit? According to the dictionary of the Bible, T-Man, a son of Esau by Adah, Genesis 36, 11, 15, and 42, and in 1 Chronicles 1, 36. Now, if a backup saw God come or coming from the sons of Esau, Eliphaz, then God must be a man and not a spook. If Habakkuk's 3 and 3, chapter 3, verse 3, prophecy refers to to some country, town, or city, if there will be any truth at all in this prophecy, then we can see that this prophet saw God as a material being belonging to the human family of the earth and not to a spirit ghost. In the same chapter and verse, Habakkuk saw the Holy One from Mount Paran. This is also earthly, somewhere in Arabia. Here, the Bible makes a difference between God and another person who is called the Holy One. Which one should we take for our God? For one is called God, while another one is called Holy One. The Holy One, His glory covered the heavens and the earth, was full of His praise. It has been a long time since the earth was full of praise for a Holy One. Even to this hour, the people do not care for holy people and will persecute and kill the holy one if God does not intervene. In the fourth verse of the above chapter, it says he had horns coming out of his hands and there was the hiding of his power. Such science to represent the God's power could confuse the ignorant masses of the world. Two gods are here represented at the same time. It is good that God makes himself manifest to the ignorant world today. The burning coals went forth at his feet has a meaning. But what is that meaning? The ignorant do not know. 
The burning coals could refer to the anger and war among the people where his foot trod within the borders of the wicked. Here, God has feet. Spirits do not have feet and hands. This Holy One does not refer to anyone of the past, not Moses, Jesus, nor Muhammad of the past 1300 years. For this Holy One, the perpetual hills did bow, Kashan in affliction, the curtains of the land of Midian did tremble. What is meant by the curtains trembling? Who is Kashan? The mountains saw thee, they tremble. Who does this mean? The sun and moon stood in their habitation. What does that mean? The answers to the above questions are easy when we understand who this God called the Holy One coming from Mount Paran is. The 13th verse should clear the way for such undertaking. For it tells us why all these great things took place on the coming of the Holy One from Mount Paran. It says, thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people, not for all people, for the salvation with thine anointed, his apostle. He wounded the head out of the house of the wicked by discovering the foundation under the neck by exposing the truth and ruling powers of the wicked race of devils. Kashan represents the black nation, which is afflicted by the white race. The curtains of the curtains of the land of Midian could mean the false spread over the people by the white race and their leaders trembling from being exposed by the truth. The mountains represent the great, rich, and powerful political men of the wicked. They also are trembling and being divided and scattered over the earth. The Holy One is God in person and not a spirit. Yes, sir. Thank you for reading, brother. Press one, family, if you would like uh, to share anything. Anything that stood out to you. Um, you can share at this time. One thing that I would like to point out is that, uh, where is it at? Where it says, a spirit is subjected to us and not we to the spirit. In other words, the spirit is dependent on the material is manifesting through the material. That's how we are able to see and interact with it. For example, um, you may say, man, that, man, that brother got a, got a bad spirit, man. Oh man, that sister got a good spirit. Look at that. Oh, that sister got, well, how, how are you determining that? We didn't see a ghost hop out of their body. And had a relationship with the spirit. We saw it through their through their material being. You looked at them. You could feel their 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 energy, and you can see it from their uh, uh, expression of their face, uh, their mood, the 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 look that they give off. Oh, he he and he in bad spirits. So it's that it's not that the Bible does not say. That God is spirit, but it says worship in spirit and in truth. And the truth of the matter is that the spirit um, is subjected to the material and inside of the material. It's not independent. It's dependent. So that part uh, is what stood out for me. 
besides all of the description of God coming in Habakkuk. Anybody have anything that stood out for them? You can press the number one. If you're trying to just unmute, you can't unmute. I got to unmute you just in case some of y'all are new. So if you haven't pressed one because you're trying to unmute. Got Sister Kava. Assalamu alaikum. Yes, sir. Walaikum salam. Can I share something in reference to the minister's speech? Or it is it's just oh, I'm sorry. my bad, y'all. Y'all can speak on whatever the minister speaking, uh, the minister's audio or the book. Any anything y'all want to share on. Okay. So um, I like the fact that you played that last part of the minister's speech twice. And uh, what stood out for me was um, focusing, focus, the minister giving the instructions to focus on that, which you can handle or that problem that is, you know, that you're having a problem with. And then once you focus on that and you take care of that, then Allah will take care of, you know, those bigger things or those things that you can't handle. But I wanted to uh, parse or look up the word focus because that stood out to me. And it says focus um, for the noun is the center of interest or activity. And then for the verb, pay particular attention to. I like both of them, the verb and the noun. Um, paying particular attention to. I do this um, this session or webinar called The Perfect Pitch, and it made me think about, you know, when you are paying attention to something, it's a particular tone that you have, and when you're paying attention to a problem that you have, then you can put all of your focus or pay attention, and you really can um, get it done. But I also like that now part where it says the center of interest or activity. Sometimes um, we have to look at what we are putting ourselves in, what our interests are. Because sometimes we're focusing on um, things that, you know, or paying particular interest to things that are not necessarily what's going to help us to solve our problems. So I thought that that that, that was very important. If we have a particular problem personally, that if we center our interests or activities around solving it, then we can get it solved. And then we let Allah take care of those other things, those bigger things that we can't handle. So I just wanted to pull that piece out as something that was important to me this morning. Mm -hmm. Something that came to mind is the... The the idea that God coming other than man and 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 when and when we say in man, of course God is in man and woman. So just want to specify that that spirit being coming in a man. If we don't see that, and we think God is just a spirit that's in the sky, and you know, is it, it some magical work that we're talking about? Some spooky abracadabra. It really, it, it really can um, halt our 
progress as a whole. One, me being able to do what the minister said at the end, look at my own problems, look and see what I can handle, and then God handle the rest. Well, it also will stop me from uniting as well, I just thought about. Because there are some people who are getting the answer from God through a human being. But because they don't believe that God will come through a human being or operate and work through a human being, we reject it or we don't even see it or we're not even believing. So we don't even give it any type of thought to even see if it's God or not, because we don't think God can come through, man. So that idea, man, it, it, it cripples us because we don't even... The, the, the united with six to eight like-minded individual and they hear that they may say well shoot it ain't god i, I can just depend on god well you're gonna depend on the god through your brothers and sisters you follow the truth and the god through your brothers and sisters so if they don't even see god within themselves like the ministers say you know we have to love ourselves and how can you say you love me when you don't even love yourself well, how can you say you see the God in me and you don't see the God in yourself? So if the minister is teaching us about increasing in love and he teaches us that the knowledge of self is what improves and increases the love of self, he's saying if you're not eating right, if you overweight, if you eating like this or treating yourself like this, thinking like this, harming yourself, cutting yourself, all these type of things, how can you say I love everybody or I love you? And you don't even love yourself. You're lying. This is the words, not brother being worried. It's words. So um, now I'm, as I'm thinking about that, well, if you don't see yourself as a God, a being, a force in power, able to say being it is, kun fire kun, to change your condition, as the Quran says, Allah changes not the condition of a people until they change it themselves, then you're not going to be able to even see or believe the God in someone else. And if we do, if we do see the God in someone else, because some of us is just so uh, doubtful of ourselves, we see the good in everybody else but ourselves. We, we see everybody else is beautiful but ourselves. We see everybody else as a God but ourselves. We don't really see them at, the, uh, at their full potential because of our lack of view of ourselves too. So you may see the good in someone, but you don't even see them at the at the at the uh, at the rate of potential that you are supposed to possibly even see this person because you you can't even see yourself as anything. So that's 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 cold, man, for them to for us to have that type of perception uh, that will cripple us. It will cripple you to solve your own problems, but it will also cripple you from receiving the help that you need from others because you still waiting on this mystery spook God. Hmm. Sister uh sister Randisha. Assalamualaikum. I just think that something that stood out for me is the minister's song, A White Man's Heaven is a Black Man's Hell. And um, as you were saying that, like, you know, we are material beings and I always go to the part where it says, Why are we called Negroes? Why are we deaf, dumb, and blind? Why is everyone making progress, yet we seem to be lagging so far behind? Why are we mistreated? 
Why are we in this condition, stripped of our name, our language, our culture, our God, and our religion? Here in America, all of our religious training has been gotten by the preacher. He has told us of a heaven way up in the sky that we can enjoy now, but rather after we die. Like, I just all, I just thought about that, like when you were just stating that, um, you know, that we are material beings and the things that we want for ourselves that we actually have to work for. Like, you know, heaven is something that you have to work towards. It's not something that is just given overnight. People just think that they just wake up and it's just, you know, some of us do have that ability, but others don't. We definitely have to work while we are um, in heaven and in hell, you know, because those are two conditions in the state of mind that we are in. But I just always go back to a white man's heaven is a black man's hell. Mm. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Thank yes, you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. We got next up, brother Khalil. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, the, the word that stood out to me uh, in this reading was inferior. Um, and it just, that just stuck out because it just explains why we are in a perpetual state of, as the minister said on the, on the uh, tape, this morning, while we're in a perpetual state of servitude, and that while the slave remains the slave and the master remains the master, uh, is because we've been deceived, as the reading talks about, we've been deceived by the enemy. And we continue to be deceived because we lack the three basic knowledges that the Honorable Minister, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad brought to his people, uh, which is true salvation. And I looked at the word salvation in the reading, and some of us think that salvation means that we're going to be saved and, and all of our problems are going to be resolved by someone else and that we're going to be um, kind of like taken away from the our own responsibility of creating this, a different reality for myself because we're waiting for someone to swoop down and save us and give us salvation that's kind of how we're looking at it but i but i think what the minister said on the tape and what the honorable elijah muhammad is saying here that salvation is the knowledge of yourself knowing who you are and then also knowing that god isn't a spook that god like you said brother ben lives through me lives through you lives through your brother your sister and when we have this knowledge and reality of God, then we know that we have to pick up the, the toolkit ourselves and handle what we can handle for ourselves. And that salvation, that knowledge, that wisdom of who you are and your ability, your God-given ability is what salvation is. And so um, I love where it says we must not take our enemies for our spiritual guides lest we regret it. And many of our people are still under the spell of our enemies. We depend on our enemy. Imagine that for food, clothing, shelter, and guidance, spiritual guidance. And we're being deceived um, by them. Yes, sir. Sister Kava. Oops, my bad. I accidentally muted you. 
No problem. No, sir. I was just bearing witness. I think I put up the one I was bearing witness to what you were saying, but you said it already. And that was just basically um, once I was just saying, once you do it for yourself, a lot of times we don't believe in ourselves. And I remember the minister always teaching, start small, grow big. Mm -hmm. And if we could just start small and accomplish something small, focus, accomplish something small, then we'll see a little guy. We'll see like, yeah, we did that. And then move on to something bigger and then move on to something bigger, you know, um, but we have to have some wins, you know, in order to say, oh, okay, yes, I am God. If we don't have any God accomplishments, even if it's something small, and that's why children act the way they do. They don't have any fear. Children, if we watch children, they believe they God. They, they'll start out. They want to pull something down. They may get frustrated, but once they pull it down, if you're watching them, on the side and they grab and they pull it that sense of accomplishment and then they'll go do something else and you're wondering well how, how are they knowing this how are they how are they doing this they have that god mentality prior to um people telling them no you can't do it prior to them taking so many losses so i just wanted to um share that and just um you know, say that I'm in total agreement when you say if you don't believe that you're God, that's where it starts at. You happen to believe that you're God before you can even see God in your brother or your sister. That's what I wanted to share. Yes, ma'am. Man, that's deep because, in other words, our children are born innately exercising the God within and maybe it's us as adults or the world way of thinking that strips it from them. So if we go back to our natural state, how we natural naturally was before born in sin and shaped in iniquity, we may find ourselves actually getting closer to God as a baby opposed to now. I know the minister talked about uh, our faith as a baby, when we are striving to crawl, um, I'm sorry, yeah, crawl, but walk, we are pulling up on something. And when we fall, we don't, oh, man, I done fail. Man, I guess it ain't going to work. They don't even cry about it. They just try to get right back up and try again and try again and try again. They have a will to succeed. Well, what has happened to our will as adults? You didn't you didn't try to start a business. It didn't you didn't get your first sale in a month. Oh, uh, well, I guess it ain't gonna work for me. But as a baby, you was trying to crawl, and no matter how many months it took, you just continued to go. Even watch this part. Even if nobody motivated you. See, look at look at babies that's crawling and Doing this, they don't all need motivation and inspiration. Come on, you can walk. Come on, come on. Now we do it, we call them. But if you sit in the door and 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 and, wa and watch a lot of the times, they crawling, they going after stuff, they have a will of their own, even without anybody striving to motivate them. Nobody has to, oh, it's okay. When they when they fall, it's okay. All right, it's a Hey, you don't need to do all that. They just going to pull right back up and go back again. 
The minister talks about the pulling of the mother's breast. You ain't have to teach that baby how to pull on the breast. But look at how the baby is pulling on the breast. And y'all know, sisters, when off the first suck, it ain't coming out. So he or she has to continue to pull on the breast for the milk and nutrients that it needs to, 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 to come down. He said, why aren't we pulling on the mammary gland of the universe, the mammary gland of God, the mammary gland of where we are until we get some type of substance? But we, us, we pull one time. I might pull another time. And if nothing comes out, if I don't see anything, if I don't get anything up, that's it. Let me go try something else. We stop. What has happened to us from being a baby? Without knowledge to now, we got all this knowledge. We got all the degrees. Oh, boy, we know we know how to quote the best of the best of the books. But when it comes to our will, our desire, our faith, it's at all time low. Our faith in self is at all time low. Our confidence and belief in self is at all time low. What has happened? Sounds like we've been hitting the head. Hmm. All right. Uh, next, we got Brother Michael 2X. Go ahead. That's a mug. Well, excellent. This one's reminding me of something that the uh, Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that if you don't believe that the black man is God, just study Egypt. And if my study in Egypt, I'll come up. Well, actually, he said that the one that. Uh, the pyramids can't be destroyed. The only way you can destroy the period, uh, destroy those pyramids, is to destroy the the, the star system of Sirius that nobody can even reach the touch. But upon studying the nation of Islam, I'm reminded that how the honorable life Muhammad, that when he started this, he only had a dime in his pocket, and that when you can compare the wisdom that was utilized to build the nation of Islam, resurrected the dead. That right there was an impossibility for the simple fact that you don't see no other institutions, no other body of wisdom that is capable of doing what the honorable like mother was doing. So that's that 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 there within itself should do away with the spookism. If if we actually look at two of his examples and see how what characters or what was what what type of characteristics this man exercised with respects to doing what he did, as well as as uh, Raising the people up that he did in the likes of Malcolm X, Donald Blessed Lewis, Farrakhan, Dr. Khaled, just to, just to name a few, even even with other individuals who uh, they uh, spun off from the nation of Islam, such as Dr. Sabi or Clarence 13, they actually did the other thing. You see that these disciples that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad produced are still unequal. Nowhere in the world. And, and the, the body, the wisdom, the, the, the lessons that the nation of Islam has is unequal. I don't know no other body of work, not Freemasons, not no Illuminati, not no Los Acusians. I don't know nobody of work that's more complicated or more complex than that other nation of Islam. So, and I just want to say that, that if we just take a look at what we actually got and what we actually bought, that did away with the impossibility of the so-called spookism. Peace. Peace. Yes, sir. Brother Khalil. Yes, sir. Um, when you were talking, beloved, it made me think about um, 
how the enemy is deceiving us to this day. And it's even outside of religion. Um, and to keep us in that state of uh, dependency and some of the tricks that he uses, like contemporary tricks that he uses to keep us in our mentality from reaching that that potential that that God given power that you see our our children um, exemplifying, and so you know we got to be careful when the white man or the, or our enemy hands us certain subsidies, um, assistance, um, you know, provides welfare and food stamps and. You know, which what we think perceived is is help. Like when politicians come out and they have their agenda and they're saying, We're gonna give you this and we're gonna give you that, and you don't gotta work for this, you don't gotta work for that, we're gonna give this to you. We gotta be careful with that because what that does over time is it robs us, men and women, from those challenges that we should go through to develop something in ourselves to help us to become God and self-sufficient. So that those tricks that the enemy uses um, keeps us uh, in, a, in a mindset of, like the minister says, slave versus master. We're always looking for someone else to give it to us versus us getting up, doing it for ourselves. And if we do it for ourselves, that is better for us because it generates within us the God that is buried under uh, this enemy's uh, fake help and fake friendship. So that's what I want to say, bro. Yes, ma'am. I mean, yes, sir. I'm sorry. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Brother, uh, Brother Martin. Martin. Ah, salam. Yes, sir. I just wanted to uh, uh, go off of something you said, Brother Ben. You asked the question, what happened to us? Fear. Once we allow that fear factor to con control and subdue our mind, it limits us. It restricts us. And that's why the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that we have to be re-educated. Because after we fall under this education of this world, until we, we're re-educated, we'll never look at ourselves as we should. Assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam. That made me think of English lesson C1. Why does he fear now that he's a big man? So what are we putting in our babies? What knowledge are we putting into them as a baby? If he was able to do it as as uh, when they was little little boys or very young, and uh, I was listening to Sister Lisa Nichols yesterday, and she was talking about fear and about uh, you know reiterating that fear is false evidence appearing appearing to be real. It hasn't even happened yet. It's a story that we are telling ourselves in our head. So due to the knowledge that they're being fed, they they fear. 
due to the knowledge that are that's putting in our head, we're creating these stories about what will happen in the future, which limits our belief. Which is why I think the teachings is so powerful because it tells you how powerful you are and how capable capable we are and how we're gods and you don't put no limit on God. So now when you change the knowledge, you change the thought process and you change the action, which will change the result. Brother Edward. Well, look, Salon, you coming in a little low. I'm sorry about that. Can you hear me? Uh, kind of. Are you like covering the mic? I have my little headphones on. I'm sorry about that. Okay, that's a little louder right there. Can you hear me better now? Oh, man, loud and clear. All right, cool, cool. But um, the topic was, is God spirit or man? I will, is it safe to say he's both? You can say whatever you feel. Okay. I only say he's both because it's like, of course, we are men, but at the same time, we are spirits as well, operating vessels. And how can we love God who we have never seen and hate our brother who we see every day? And I only say that because it's like a lot of things going on in the world where I can't I explain this properly. Um, I'm sorry. Take your but, time. What was that? Take your time. Okay. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. So personally, I would say that I would honestly compare the spirit to a gen. I would honestly compare the spirit to a gen and pretty much the man just being himself, but the spirit and the gen, I'll, I'll pretty much correlate them to being the same thing. Cause like both of them bring like wisdom or knowledge or, or just like intelligence. But this man, he pretty much got the choice to either act on that knowledge of wisdom or just be, or just leave it alone. Whereas like the spirit is just going to be sitting there and just waiting for the next man or pretty much one that's, that will just act out on it and just and pretty just, much. And just so I'm clear, you, are you saying Jin like Jin from the Quran? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yes, sir. So I'm only saying that because only, I'm only saying the gym because like it's possession pretty much, right? It's pretty much possession, but not technically full possession. Just a person that's just operating. I'm sorry, but it's just a person that's operating with a spirit. That's some. You starting you starting to break up a little bit down. Yeah, you you're in the matrix. Dang, he probably going in too. Yep, we can't hear you. Ah, dog. Yep, you might have to put the rest of it in the comment section. I want to read something from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan uh, about the gin. Yeah, it sounds like he's making big points. I mean, he started giving examples and everything. That thing started messing up. If it, if it uh, yeah, I don't know. This is this is what the minister said. Um, he said, and the last chapter of the refuge is called the men. 
It reads, in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, say, I seek refuge in the Lord of men, the king of men, the God of men, from the evil of the whispering of the slinking devil who whispers in the hearts of men from among the jinn and the men. He says, now, what exactly is this jinn? Is it a ghost or a spirit alone, like some may believe? The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, well, jinn here. Well, jinn here, as the Holy Quran and the scholars say, represents those fiery spirits. But to me, it represents those who have not been nurtured in the divine. So they are very emotional beings. The fire of the anger, the fire of disappointment, the fire of deception, betrayal. These are emotions that come from those who may surround the believer. So I just want to share that. Because I have remembered the minister said that about uh, the gin. Man, I got so many. Where can I read that? Um, this is in Closing the Gap, page 424. Sister Golda. Man, I got so many notes all around the internet, man. Listen, let me give y'all uh, uh, how y'all may wonder how he, how he able to find stuff so fast. So when y'all bring up stuff on here. I recall in my head, like over the years, I've posted so many notes. So I'm not really a note taker, but uh, no, page 424. I'm not really a note taker. So I, if I want to remember something or if something really stood out to me, I'll post it on the Internet because I know it's going to be easy for me to search it. So that's just a little tip for y'all. So when y'all say certain things and I'm going directly to the video, I try to like cut up clips that oh that was revelation for me and then i'll post it so oftentimes i'm posting really for me for my storage but of course it just helps other people so that's how i'm able to find stuff kind of fast just in case y'all was uh wondering but all right family nobody else has anything uh she said brother ben x the original ai <laughs> uh oh brother khalil go ahead let me see Go ahead, Brother Khalil. Sir, I know one thing that has helped me as I try to wash my mind from this concept of God that our enemy has has um, put on us is, you know, we've been taught that the definition of God is simply force and power. And so that's helped me just like, wow, that's 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 really deep force and power. That's what God is. And so even hearing that, the devil is the God of this world. You know, I've never heard that concept before until, you know, being in the nation of Islam, that that the white man is the God of this world because he has force and power over this world that he's created. So um, I don't know. I just want to say that that that's helped me to kind of get away from the spookism of what God means is force and power. So if something has force and power over you, they, they potentially could be the God over you. So that's all, brother. Yes, sir. Absolutely. That's deep. Mm, force and power. What force and power are we submitting to? Your system is recall fine. It's brilliant. Recall. Oh, your system to recall. Fine, Praise be to Allah. Go ahead, Sister Randisha. Uh, 
I just think that the last thing too was um you just posted brother Wesley it says the honorable brother minister Farrakhan has shared with us that the messenger of God taught him that Islam brings out everything that is in a person good and or evil that's deep he explained that the ugliness or evil that we see from Muslims in the mosque is basically a natural process we should not be shocked at what we see because it is only Islam bringing out of us what was already in us this is the manifestation of defects and we all have them this is why he says we should never judge each other now because we are simply in a process of purifying we should let that process run its course and then see what we see we should therefore be more patient and more long-suffering with the people of god i thought that was a good teaching to share with us all assalamu alaikum family yes ma'am yes ma'am all right y'all well, I appreciate everyone showing up this morning. Um, we're here every morning, 6 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Be on time. And tomorrow, let's see what chapter we're going to be in tomorrow. Tomorrow, we will be looking at The origin of God as a spirit and not a man. Yep, we're going to be looking at the origin. Message to the black man in America. If you don't have the book, get the book. Well, they got PDFs you can get as well. Somebody said, what's the purpose of the power group? Brother Michael, are you referring to this Zoom or are you referring to the Telegram? You can unmute yourself. Telegram. Uh, the purpose of the Telegram group is for y'all to network. There was a sister who said that she could help with lupus. There was some people that wanted to get together in the city. Uh, this is where if y'all ask me, man, what lecture was that? I can post it in the Telegram. Um, that's just a place for us to network, man. Talk about what we may be going through. Uh, we can do polls. So uh, the other day when I asked y'all what most of y'all are dealing with, a lot of people said finances. So that's why pick the lecture to start this off with, with finances. So that's just where we can chat outside of the Zoom call. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Brother uh, Ruben. You there, brother Ruben? You can unmute yourself. All right, we're going to go to Brother Edward. Hello, I'm here. Hello. Uh, oh, there you go. Go ahead. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam. Now, the things I'm going to speak on, how uh, we are God, not with a higher case, but with a lower case. You got a lot of, you got a lot of uh, noise in your background. Right now, um, can you... Yes, it's coming in. It's coming in distorted. Okay. I'm going to try to speak slowly. Um, you know how the white man is the god of this world, but and it's the heaven for them, and it's the hell for a black man. Now, we are gods with a lower case. But the white man likes to boost himself. And I'm going to speak on this on Allah's estate. Allah 
Last year around May, Labor Day, I was walking through Central Park. So real quick, because I wanna I wanna hear your point. There's like a lot of noise in your background, so we're not able to hear what you're saying because of the noise. Uh, I don't know where I'm able to go. Let me see if I can go somewhere. Uh, are you are you able to hear me now? Still loud. Now you it's coming in like a police monitor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not coming yeah, in yeah. good. You know, you know, you know, you know what's going on. You know what's going on. But hopefully tomorrow I'll pick up on this and I'll be in a quieter space and where there's no interference between the truth and the devil's work. Yes, sir. Assalamu alaikum. Alaykum salam. Well, we sure go, hey, boy, that devil must be on my Wi-Fi. Yeah, boy, that devil messing up my signal. <laughs> boy, well, we sure going to hit you with that, ain't we, boy? <laughs> boy, you got to love us. All right, family. We going to get on up out of here, man. I, again, I thank you all for, I thank you all for uh, coming on every morning. I see you all in the morning. Uh, this is the power call. What's y'all feedback on the power call? Y'all, 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 y'all liking this, man? I think this is pretty cool, man. I and again, let me let me explain what's gonna happen as we uh, as we progress. We'll be going into different books, but sometimes we may just be watching a, a, a interview of someone giving a perspective, talking about something because the reality is inside of the power group chat. I'm going to have different polls going out. So I was taught by my student minister, study is not just reading books, okay? Study is not just, all right, y'all, this is the next book we got, chapter by chapter. No, we're going to look at what are we struggling with. And based on what we're struggling with, that's what we're going to go study specifically. We ain't. This ain't just going to be no book club where we just reading and that chapter really, we reading it just to read it, but that chapter really with nothing that I needed in my life. No, we, that's why we want you to talk about, hey, can we talk about this? Hey, I'm dealing with this. That's what the group is going to be for so that we can look at what our weaknesses are, what we're struggling with, and get knowledge and understanding to conquer what we're dealing with, not just be some reader. We can go, we can go read some, do some audio book reading for all that. So I'm just making it clear. This will not be a just a book club where we just reading just to be reading every day. Mm -mm. OK, so I'm going to do another poll in the uh, in the chat on Telegram and, uh, you know, get some areas, you know, what we can touch on and whatever is the best. That's what or the, or the greatest struggle. That's what we are deal with. All right. Lastly, I want to I want to say this. Um, I want to say this. I want to share something with you all. Now, y'all can do what you want to do, but I, I do want to be transparent. How many of y'all uh, be needing the reminder text in the morning? Dang, I forgot, man. I sure appreciate that text. Send it to you, just giving you a reminder. Uh, if I post something about the teachings, if I post a replay and you missed it, you get that reminder text. Does, does, does that benefit everybody? So I want to share this 
with you all. Now, again, this is y'all can do what you want to do. But I wanted to share that that do cost me money. Okay, so let me share something with y'all so I can be fully transparent now. Uh, let me go to my Google. That does cost money. So right now I'm at 10,000 texts. So every morning I text everybody. I think when y'all respond, it counts that as a text too. So as y'all see, I done already exercised. Of course, Ramadan took a lot of these. Uh, over 10,000 already. And then I'm over 3,000. So every day that I'm still going to text y'all no matter what it's going to cost me. But I'm just sharing this with you all. There is a, uh, it costs me to do these text messages. Now, here's the plan. Now, right now, I'm on this plan, 350. If I go up to 25,000, that's going to be 750 a month, okay? If you all would like to contribute and donate, you can go to Cash App, dollar sign, Brother Ben X. Again, do what you want to do. Whether y'all help out or not, you're still going to get a text message because I know so many people need that as a reminder. I'm just sharing that with you all. Uh, because I, uh, if you all would like to support and help out with what's going on, um, uh, with the whole power call, you can do so by donating via dollar sign, um, brother Ben X on cash app. All right. So thank you all for listening. I will see you all inshallah in the morning. Assalamualaikum.